Beers and Banter, episode 33. Uh, it's a bit of a different one tonight, folks. We're going to talk uh, sports, uh, the obvious one, coronavirus. Uh, we've got our Grip Star Socks giveaway winner, so stay tuned for that. Uh, let's do it. Welcome back, uh, folks. Tonight, I'm all alone in the sweaty box. I'm trying to practice some good social distancing. Uh, we'll get a bit serious tonight. We'll have a bit of a laugh also. Uh, I'm on the Stoner Woods. Uh, they're going good. Um, we'll do the giveaway for Gripstar Socks. And I've, I've got a couple of guys we're going to get on the phone. Uh, we've got we've got Ed that was down at the Formula One. We've got Jolie from Gripstar Socks. And uh, we've also got fan favourite Timmy dialing in. So bear with us, folks. Bit of a different one for you. We'll see if we can get uh, Timmy, a fan favourite Timmy, on the phone. We'll see how we go. Oh, uh, first caller here. We got Timmy. Timmy. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Hey, mate. How are you? Good, mate. Good. You're uh, you're the first caller tonight. First caller in. Are we live on the air? We are. We are on. It's a. It's a different, different world we are in this week. Um, yeah. Well, welcome back. We uh, under strange circumstances, I'm, I'm. It is good to have you back on the on the pod. But uh, it wow, is. What, all it took. All it took was a pandemic, and here I am. I've got the time again, and we can. We have to do it like this now, but don't we? Just to be safe. Yeah. Well, I. I, I will. Will say that beers and banter. There's no facts here. It's all opinions. But and most of them are wrong. <laughs> but who better to give us a uh, you know a scientific update in this crazy world? Um, I, I want to know what what are the flat Earth Society saying about uh, this coronavirus? Have they, have they have they got an opinion one way or the other? I don't know. I would there be some sort of conspiracy? What I would imagine is this is uh, in some way a diversion from from the globers to obviously divert. Uh, divert our attention. I'm not really sure about the uh, what they're looking at at the moment, but I, I definitely would imagine that the conspiracy theorists would be. Uh, and I've heard a few people say that there must be something going on. I did, I did, I do tend to mix in some circles of people that love a conspiracy theory, and they uh, they reckon that this is a bit of a diversion at the moment to cover up other things. Wow. So yeah, I've got nothing specific at the moment, but. You never know, Matty. You never what, know. What, what do we, we trust? Let's look at what we've got going on in the world. There's a lot of elections going on. There's a big one yes. in America that they're, they're in the middle of. Um, so who votes out? Why would you vote out someone in the, you know, it's like during a war, you tend to not have a change in government in those times. Def- definitely. Definitely. We saw that with George W. Bush. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't think, other than we did cover the book that you mentioned the other week. You remember that book that you sent to me? Yeah. What did you think of that? It predicted... Did you actually read the book? No, I didn't. <laughs> I don't read books. So that no. was the uh, you brought. Oh, you did mention that. That was the book that had some references to uh, a. Uh, it was a science fiction book that had some references to a virus that was going to hit the uh, take over the. What was it? Or, you know, infect most of the globe in 2020, and it was called Wuhan 400 or something like that, wasn't it? Which is yes. really odd and yeah. very close to obviously what's happened. 
But I didn't. I actually didn't qualify. So I think I sent that to you to say, "Hey, check this out." I was hoping you were actually going to look into whether that was that was in the book. But I think that that message had pictures of the pages in the book, and it is a real book. I did look at look that phone toy. It but basically predicted the, the year and the province that the, that it was yeah. going to come out of. That's right. That's interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. It's very, it seems very unlikely, but you know, who knows. But I think we're going to be good, Matty. I don't know. I mean, I uh, am running low on toilet paper, rice, pasta. I've got none of it. None of it? No. Well, I tried ordering some on the weekend. I tried doing a normal shop. But I did warn everybody two or three weeks ago on the pod. And I think I pushed it on you. You laughed at me. (laughs) Roughly around that time is roughly when I would would have have been hanging crap on you about actually starting to put in the place your doomsday prepping. Yeah. And it's backfired on me. Who would have thought? I'm not one of these lunatics that's filled the back of their car with toilet paper. I think no. those people really need to have a good hard look at themselves in the mirror. But yeah. I've, we've been carrying some extra groceries in this household for probably a month now. So uh, I feel like I've been vindicated in that message. That so what idea. do you think about what's going to happen with all the sporting? So We're already seeing NBA has been cancelled. Am I right in saying that? I think I'm right with that. Yeah, that, a lot of the big, big ones have put... Um, Put their seasons on hold. Well, that's uh, the way I'm looking at seasons on hold. I should say, not cancelled, but seasons on hold. I don't really know how that works because that sort of shifts, it changes a lot. So I don't know how you push a whole season of a sport well, back. Well, my my uh, new team, Liverpool. Here we go. Are, are painfully close to winning the title, and now the, now the <laughs> season's been suspended. Um, we're going to talk to Ed. Ed was at the Formula One. Oh was you know was supposed to be at the Formula One on the weekend. So we're going to give a uh, boots on the ground account of what, what that felt like down there. Um, You're going to call him, are you? Yeah, we're going to get Ed on. Um, it's, I don't know, I'm watching, I think day by day this is going to change and uh, we, we'll talk a fair bit about the, the rugby league. Uh, but there's a bit of disappointment there with the fact that they're, so close to the edge with their finances, but I'm really proud that they're trying to push on. I don't think, yeah, I, I, hopefully, as long as it's so, safe to do so, I'm happy for them to keep playing behind closed doors. So there were still people at the games on the weekend. That blew me away, mate. I could not believe yeah. that when when Scotty from marketing uh, announced that, uh, you know, from Monday, no crowds. And so, well, if that's the advice, that's the advice, you know, the crowds well, I stop. think they need to give notice. I mean, obviously the idea would be that they want to try and give notice. See, the biggest thing that it affects is, and it's not just the fans that are disappointed that have bought tickets that may or may not, well, I'm not sure that the goal is behind refunds because I think, you know, when, when you look at contracts and things with refunds, potentially things like this may not be covered. And I, I don't know, like, I mean, because things that are outside the control of the actual venues may not be eligible for a for a refund. So, I mean, I'm not sure of the legality side of things, but when you look at the effects, so I'll give you an example. I actually was chatting to um, one of the ladies that runs the catering for the local for Ballina Race Club, and they've got the pin pulled on it the day before the Ballina Races. Now, they'd already gone and bought all the food. So this is a local... local um, Local event, yes. But I mean, even though it's small scale, they're less. They don't have the money to be able to afford these sorts of things. So they'd gone out and bought enough food to cater for say three to four hundred people, and the meeting got called. Now, 
They've already bought all the food. I think hospitality and entertainment industry are going to be the hardest hit here. It's going to be tough. One of my good mates pointed out to me straight away when the F1 was cancelled. He's like, what about all the restaurants that would have just stocked up around Melbourne? 100%. Thinking they were in for the biggest weekend of, of the year. Yep. And then yep. all of a sudden now, Monday morning rolls around, the cold room's still full and no one's coming into their restaurant because everyone's staying yep. home. What? Hey, there's two people. They're casual workers. Yes. But and the casual workers are affected 100. That's a problem. Yeah. But the other side of it is the only reason they're affected is because the businesses they're working for don't have the money to employ them. And I mean, I'm sure there's there's larger companies that can ride through this. That's not that's not the issue. I Let's mean, hope so. On their bottom line, <laughs> but I think the bigger issues are small companies that yep. can't afford it. Oh, know? that's that's all. I, all I keep thinking about is small business and casual workers. Yes. Yep. And I think they pulled the trigger early on this stimulus package. I get it. There's plenty of people that that will benefit, but I would have rather see them hold on to the money for a little bit longer and really see who is the worst affected. I think it's going to be small business and it's going to be those people that are casually employed that you can't really blame the businesses if they can't afford to pay them. Mate, 750 bucks is a week's wage. You know, or maybe, you know, a bit more, a bit less depending on the casual wage. But, it, you know, for most people that are casual, probably earning, you know, they're working in a cafe or so, they might be on 20 to 25 yeah. bucks an hour or something along those lines. I don't know. You know, the numbers, but I'd imagine it'd be floating in that sort of a city. That's probably a week's wage. Now, if you're going to be quarantined for two weeks, but the issue is not the quarantining. The issue is they're not getting work because no one's going to the no, venue. That's so, correct, yeah. You know, what they're talking about, oh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll cover if someone's going to stay home for quarantine. Don't worry about that. They're getting laid off because there's no one going in because they don't want to go to a public venue. So I think, you know, you look at it and go, $750, that's nothing. Like, if you don't get any work or any shifts, so you might get one or two shifts as opposed to three, four, five shifts you not, might normally get. What about then the answer? $750 is nothing. What about the entertainers? You know, you'd be fully aware that there's plenty of people out there that live week to week, gig to gig. And I was saying exactly that. As you're aware, we had a DJ company yeah. um, up until last year. My weddings are being cancelled. I've spoken to several people that are aware, and they're actually recommending that people don't. So, so weddings. So, I mean, obviously, there's that's an industry that, again, the knock-on effect. There's a lot of people already, you know, you're not generally not making. I mean, it's good money in that industry, but it's very much small, a lot made up of a lot of small. So it's a big industry, but it's a big industry. It's made up of a lot of small businesses doing little bits and pieces. So, and they're, they're usually the first people that uh, everyone asks to perform for free when there's a. When there's a charity event or a fundraiser, well, like... yeah, oh, that's the nature of it. I mean, that's the nature of that. I suppose that sort of thing. But I think the biggest, you know, we are seeing, you know, definitely there's weddings being cancelled, and we will see that more going forward now. And a lot of people, I mean, definitely in the area, you know, you look at born New South Wales, the area that I'm from, and a lot of people that were getting married in that area. When you look at lots of Byron Bay and stuff, they were travelling in Tweed Coast. So I'd say a good probably sixty to seventy percent. Of ones old gigs I would have done were people travelling in from the out of the area. So everyone was flying in, they have this big rubbish wedding in a beautiful area, and they're all flying to that ground and going out. I'll be doing that yeah. now. So there's a lot. I mean, it's not just, you know, it's obviously sporting entertainment, but I think it's, you know, we haven't seen the half of it, and there's going to be a lot of small businesses doing it pretty tough. What, what I'd say the call out yeah. is, is that we need to turn back into a village, a bit of a village mentality. People need to stop fighting over groceries in, in the grocery store 
and start helping out their neighbour. So there's yeah. going to be a whole lot of people, particularly once the, if the kids get sent home from school, we're going to need to work together as a community to make sure that those kids are looked after and that the people that are in essential services jobs can go to work. Because yeah. if the nurses and the doctors can't go to work because the kids are at home, well, then the whole system's going to fall apart. The same as if it's the guy from Country Energy or Energex or the local water authority or, you know, the local guy, you know, the local councillor, the council guy that picks up, you know, the rubbish. Like, if those essential services stop because we can't look after those people's kids, we have failed as a society. Do you, do you think a lot of it is, like, hype around? Like, I mean, you can see the effect media and hysteria has. Like, a lot of those people's business or businesses we talk about are affected. From stuff that may not be as bad as what they're making it out to be. Um, you don't know. I, I would say, as much as I joke, I would say this is serious and it's there's definitely people that I'm concerned about in my immediate yeah. friends and family group that um, are in that risk category. And for these for those people, it'll be quite serious. And I look at yeah. Italy and some of the messages that are coming out of people from Italy about Australia and America not knowing what they're in for. Um, I think the media certainly has... Some answers. It's not part. It's not a pasta thing. The media has a lot to answer for when it comes to the empty shelves and that sort of stuff. Yes. And do you know what the problem is here? We are so used to the media crying wolf that for a long time people weren't taking this serious. <laughs> They're like, it's just the media. This is just the flu. We don't have to worry about that's Timmy. That was you. But what it's done is it's. I started digging my bunker. It's under it's conditioned. Good. Yeah, I've been mate. trying to do that for years, but it's conditioned <laughs> everyone to just like switch off when that, you know, we don't get rain anymore. We get a weather event, and we don't get, you know, it's not the drought. It's always the world's biggest drought, and it's climate yeah. change. Look, hey, I'm not disputing that those things are, you know, climate change is real. But when when it comes to the media, everything's an event. It's not just rain anymore. Um, yeah. So when it comes to the flu, and we go, it's just the flu, mate, chill out. And it's like, well, it is just the flu for 80% of the population. But I'm going to, again, no facts here at Beers and Banner, just opinions, but I'm going to run through some numbers with you. So in Australia, there's 20-odd billion people. So let's say 60. Million. What did I say? Billion. 20, 20-odd million. <laughs> 20 billion. There you go. What is it? What is it? About 27 million. I sorry, know. I was thinking about your bank, bank account. Yeah, sorry. yeah. That's uh, right. <laughs> Checking your bank statement. Um, yeah, very good. 20-odd million. Yes. If, if say, 60% of the population get this virus, which it's, it is by all accounts possible because there's no vaccine and there's no immunity to it. If 60% get it, that's 15 million. So 80% of those people are fine, good as gold, sweet as a nut. But 5%, judging by some of the other countries, are going to require ICU or or – Depending on who you look at, I think Italy's sitting at about a 7% mortality rate. Really? So 7% of 15 million people, sorry, 5% of, of 15 is, is 750,000 people. So say they're not all they're not all dead. Say they need ICU. There's only 2,000 ICU beds in Australia. It's chaos, mate. It's chaos. So it's so got to, it's rest? it's not hype. It definitely has to be taken seriously. But yeah. what I'm saying is, as a community, we need to do it together. We need to 
um, slow down the spread and we need to, um, you know, work together with those families that are going to do it tough because there's going to be a lot, there's going to be a lot of families doing it tough. Um, and what I'll tell you is it will, the human race needs to define itself with this, with this virus. That's a bit heavy for this show, but uh, yeah. it could be the could depending on where the sports end up next week. This week we could just turn full uh, full circle on this show. It'll, well, you know what else could get a shit. So this is beers and beer. Have you stocked up on beer? Not enough. Nowhere near enough. What are you doing? I did get some rum yesterday because I heard <clears throat> again, uh, bro, facts that rum helps. you. Fight off the virus? Is that true? Oh, here we go. That sounds good. I'll run with that. Oh, I'm going to tell <laughs> me that study. I'm going to keep telling Missy. <laughs> I'll print it out, out and put it in the fridge. And every time I go pour a rum, I can look at that and just know that I'm doing my my part for the community. I I did see a good thing today, and it basically said our grandparents was were given a gun and sent to war to defend our country. We, we've been asked to wash our hands and and stay home if we can. It's it's not that hard. Is it? Yeah, no, I mean, it's look, I think it's, you know, it's coming. Potentially, we, you know, obviously, well, obviously it's coming, but we'll see. I mean, it's already affecting, like, I mean, they've cancelled a lot of the kids' sports too. The school has. School, uh, like, if you look at, you know, all parent-teacher interviews are being cancelled for our, my kids' school. Well, there's a lot of naughty kids cheering yes. about that, I can tell yeah, you I now. Know. My son uh, was one of them. That was the worst day of the year for me, parent-teacher interviews. He was like, yeah, that's good. You little bastard, I know why you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I know there was a lot of disappointed sports. kids in the surf club. We took, you know, we always talk about the North Burley Surf Club, the Nippers. Uh, so shout out. Well, they, they, they're supposed to be going to state titles, I think, this weekend. Yes. Yeah. Cancelled. Australian yeah. titles. So uh, Australia's most Australian event, Aussie titles, cancelled. Yeah. Um, yeah. And do you know what? As much as it's sad, it's just a sporting event. There's, there's going to be a whole lot more bigger. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's just one of those things. But I suppose I haven't seen it. I can't picture anything in my lifetime that's has sort of brought so much to a grinding halt. So quick. we do. Like, you have to go back to the world like, wars that to, to to go back to a time when this has happened. Blues Fest has been cancelled. When Splendor's coming up, I can't see Splendor going ahead. Well, what about this one, Timmy? MMA fans have been waiting for Khabib and Tony Ferguson to fight for years. The fight has been scheduled like five different times and due to different reasons, whether it's been injury or, you know, diff- different issues, they haven't faced off. They are scheduled a fight in April to to work out who is the man and now we're a month away and it, Again, for like the fifth or sixth time, this fight is in jeopardy. Yeah. Yeah. But the uh, UFC have, I think they've got their own. So the rugby league is scrambling to see where they're going to play these games and if they're going to keep the competition going. Sports like the UFC might have an advantage in that. They've got a roster of like 600 guys and girls that they can call on. They've got their own facility in Las Vegas called the Annex. They've potentially got the ability to keep pumping out content that as long as uh, as long as you've got people that are virus free coming into fight, well then maybe punches that was heading. UFC could go mainstream. <laughs> I don't think so. You don't reckon? <laughs> oh, there's still a lot of people that aren't gonna be a fan of that. Well, I'm, I'm definitely not one of them. You don't I like love it? it but <laughs> you I love it. Love it. <laughs> yes. I don't think I can't see it, you know, playing on a Friday night. 
<laughs> what else? Is, ESPN in the rugby league, mate. Fox Sports and ESPN might not have anything else to go on the TV. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, there's anyway. It's going to be interesting. So, I think you know the fact that they're looking at now all the kids' sports, as well as like the setting to state travel. Yes, they, we might even see the you know the weekend sports go, oh. which would be terrible. Yeah, it's you can have a lot of bored kids. Mate, I have a lot of bored kids. You have a lot of kids. Do you know what will take off esports? What about esports? Yeah, this this show could talk. There's many kids these days that are bored at home. I think you'll find it's mostly the opposite. They're bored when they leave the house. Yeah, at home they are plugged into the matrix and more than happy to spend the whole day behind their computer. We could see an explosion. I did notice that one of the F1 drivers was on. Is it Twitch? Is that the, yeah, the gaming platform? The, yeah, that's what all the cool kids are on. Yeah, he Twitch. was basically saying, "I can't can't race this weekend, but I'll be I'll be racing on Twitch for the weekend for those." That well, that's been a thing. Like I've noticed there's some DJs. I think Michael Freddy actually said that he's going to put on a show for home. So he's doing I don't know. Obviously, live stream some sort of show. And uh, maybe yeah. Be- Beers and Bandit could evolve into an esports and Netflix reviews. What do you think? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Who knows it. Uh, I uh, this this week's a bit of a bit of a different one. We, I'm all alone here in the sweaty box. Um, but uh, we'll we'll see. A week's going to be a long time, I think, in in the course of this whole uh, uh, virus thing. But uh, we'll see how we go. Yeah, matey, I'm keen. I'll chat to you next week, and we'll see. Thanks for, to see what's progressed. Thanks for dialing in, Timmy. Uh, much easy, appreciated. Mate. Enjoy. And, Wish uh, I could be there with you, mate, next oh, time. How did, Abe, how did the young bloke like his uh, Grip Star socks? He loved the socks. He loved the socks. We need to get them in, like, club socks or something. Oh, that would be good because it's uh, obviously they need to be able to wear shin pads and stuff like that. So. So, so the go is apparently you cut the bottom of your club sock off and you put your Grip Star on and then you feed your club sock down over the top and you tape them together. That's the go. So he did, I did tell him that and he was like, about two seconds away from cutting up his socks, and I was like, no! <laughs> "Wait, <laughs> wait!" <laughs> Jolly from Gripstar assures me that's what all the cool kids are doing. No, and I told him that I'm like, "Yeah, apparently it just cuts it out." He's like, "Yeah, let's do that." So I haven't let him cut up his socks yet, <laughs> but he did love them. He oh. did love them. All right. All right. Very good. All right, mate. Thanks, Timmy. Much appreciated, Easy. mate. I'll chat to you, buddy. See Bye. ya. I am joined by Ed Arndt, who was on the ground in Melbourne on Friday when uh, the Formula One was cancelled. Ed, you there? Yeah, I am. Hi, mate. I'm here. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm I'm trying to practice good social distancing in the sweaty box tonight, so I'm actually all alone. There's no one here with me. So thanks for dialing in. No worries. It's a good way. Digital's the way at the moment. I think... We're, uh, we're certainly far enough apart. So. Definitely. Definitely. Um... So talk us through it. Uh, you're, we've had you on uh, the other version of this podcast last year, which was the Sparky series, but uh, you're obviously a, a big motor racing fan and you'd flown down to Melbourne on Friday or Thursday to, uh, to watch the big race. And I think uh, a lot of people up until that point in Australia, certainly I'd been taking it fairly seriously, but there was a lot of people in Australia that potentially had were dismissing it as just the flu, but... Uh, is it fair to say that that sent shockwaves through for, through most people when when an organisation like Formula One decided to cancel their event? Uh, definitely. So it was actually a bit surreal because 
yeah, it was down there pretty much most of the week. And then Thursday, it was all go and there was hot everywhere. The, the city was pretty much alive. Uh, and then, of course, Friday morning, or actually late Thursday night, but it turns out Friday morning, um, it pretty much changed. And I think it's changed everything, hasn't it? Like it was the real trigger that if you can turn off the uh, F1 on the morning, two hours before qualifying, or sorry, before practice, then and then the whole world pretty much changed. I think I sent you a text Thursday night. McLaren had decided to withdraw from the from the weekend. Was that Thursday yeah. night or Friday night? And then yeah. by Thursday the time we did, by the time Friday morning came round, it was basically all over. I've got a feeling that I've heard from a couple of different places that the drivers forced their hand. That there was actually a couple had left the country before the decision was even made. Yeah, so I think, it, and that was how it was playing out. Like to to hear the first the first thing we heard was that um, there's they're going to close the gates. So there's not going to be any spectators, and um, you know, that that's what's that going to mean? We're all trying to get our heads around that. Uh, and of course, we were lucky enough to have some people on the inside as well. Like um, we were talking to some people that were actually in the supercar arena, and they didn't know what was going on. They could see that they were meant to be getting ready for their own session, that, that there was nothing happening at the F, on the F1 grid at all. They seemed to be in, in go mode, go slow mode. So, um, But you're right, the whole McLaren thing really triggered that off. And the word is, know, you know, lots of sources around this as well, but that the you know, Ross Braun and the, and the FIA, FIA committee pretty much got together with the lead, the heads of the, of the F1 groups, and they had a meeting at Crown on, on Thursday night and pretty much decided that um, it was going to go or no go. It was a who was in, who was out. And they needed 10 cars to start a Grand Prix. They had 10. And then then a bit later on that afternoon or that evening, uh, Mercedes pulled out, um, which pretty much saw the fate of that. And um, Hamilton was quite vocal about... Um you know, not wanting, not thinking that the, the race should go ahead. Like his Instagram story had him like sort of yeah. uh, on his flight with a mask on and there's people coughing and, and then the reports were that Kimmy and Vettel, so this is allegedly folks, there's no facts here at Beer and Ban- Beers and Banter, but allegedly Kimmy and Rock, um, Vettel were spotted at the airport Thursday night yeah, or Friday morning. I think that's been confirmed by a few people. That was yeah. in, the, uh, in the Emirates Lounge at 6am in the morning, so... As, and ha- Hamilton yeah. was out just after them, so well so, before it was meant to stop. Obviously, probably with the way things are going in the world, it was probably the right call. I want to get your opinion though, because I was pretty cranky with it because I thought that call should have actually been made probably two weeks prior. The F1 knew that it had a lot of personnel coming out of Italy and Europe yep. and people coming in from all over the world. And the writing was on the wall that the event was in jeopardy, yet they let everyone travel to the event. No one, you know, they didn't give anybody the opportunity to probably rebook their accommodation or yeah. or do any of that sort of stuff. And then on, on the eve of the Grand Prix to go, do you know what, we're not going to run the event. It's like, well, you could have made that decision a couple of weeks earlier or, or, yeah. in hindsight. Yeah, absolutely. And even to, to wait till Friday morning when everything's ready to go, you know, you've really had one day of racing. Um, in other categories, um, yeah, and look what's happened now. Like the, the airports, you know, no one can come in without isolation. Um, all all changed in in a matter of hours, really. So my, we my, should have really made that call two weeks ago. A bit like what they've already done now. Now you've seen there's another two Grand Prix that have been delayed with the new Vietnam and 
and uh, Bahrain as well, and Bahrain. Yeah. So, it's and reality, they're saying now probably not till till July. It's crazy. Oh, we talk about cruise ships. My little sister uh, works in the cruise ship industry, and she started a new contract last week. Hopped on the ship. They were supposed to go to Vanuatu. Uh, Vanuatu said, we don't want you. So they headed for New Zealand. New Zealand closed its borders. So they're on their way back to Sydney right now. Shout out to Poods Magoods. I can't remember the name of the (laughs) ship you're on, but uh, enjoy that. Um, They're on their way back to Sydney to let the guests off, but the staff have been told they will be on the ship for 30 days with no shore leave. So that's uh, she's not looking forward to that. But luckily, she's got the whole back catalogue... Back, back catalogue of uh, beers and banner to get through, so she'll be right. <laughs> well, I should keep her busy for a <laughs> there's while. A, there's sure. like good solid thirty hours of content there. Yeah, uh, it's it's crazy. It's obviously you're right. It it has had a flow on effect. Now all of the other sports have, have you know, made a decision one way or the other. Obviously, rugby league are still clinging to the hope that they're going to run a season, and there's probably bigger issues there afoot. That they're basically saying if they don't play games, the the competition's going to disappear, and I would say that uh, there is some serious mismanagement going on there at some point, if if that's the case. But um, Ed, the, yeah. all, all these sports are such big dollar; they're such big businesses these days. And F one is one of them. The NRL, AFL is just massive. So, it, uh, it, AFL's it's, reduced its season to seventeen rounds, yeah. and potentially pushing back the start. I can't see it going. I, I personally can't. I don't think it'll start on the on Thursday, but uh, maybe it will. Talking I about just can't see it. talking about reduced pays and all that sort of thing. The interesting one, I think, we're going to see. You know, a lot of people you see their immediate reaction is, "Oh, I want my membership money back," and I get that. There, there's some people that are probably in for some tough times over the next three three to six months. I would say if you can afford to to, to keep it there, you obviously could afford to pay the money at the time, but maybe don't request your refund just yet because some of those clubs are going to struggle if all their members have got to pay their yeah, membership absolutely. money back. So. And that's what you pay for. You pay to be a member to support the club. Surely Definitely. You have, to, you, have, you have to hang on to that now and uh, support them through this tough time, not just through the good times as well. So, Where would you see, uh, from the other end of the scale, where would you see corporate membership? of? So if there's corporate partners that have paid for corporate boxes and those sorts of things, do you, do you think... You know, larger companies will get a refund on if uh, if no games go ahead at some of these venues. Yeah, it's 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 really interesting because there is large corporate you know, dollars being spent across all these sporting industry, and it's not really been spoken about yet. Uh, just even go back to the F one. You know, the, the F one still aren't really clear how they're going to refund people. It's okay the state government in Victoria pulled the trigger on no ticket, you know, no entry, so that therefore they're, they're responsible for the ticket cost, but at a corporate level, that's still very grey. The, the corporate vendors are still saying, we don't know what this means for us now. Um, so even in, in our AFL, uh, with all no spectators in any venues, um, yeah, it's a bit different. It's a bit different than a personal sponsorship because you're sponsoring a team in a, in, with a membership. Yeah. You know, you're, you're following a team, but at a corporate level, you're, you're not really following a team. You're following the venue and uh, as well. So... That's yeah, a good question. It'd be interesting to see how that really plays out, you know, because it's a big financial impact for many people. It it, it is it is it's probably going to get overused, but unprecedented times that maybe everyone's got to. I, I think I'm I'm glad everyone's taking it serious now. There's a lot of people that were probably very blase about this, so it's good that people are taking it serious, but also not panic. We do have to try and 
you know, work our way through it. The whole society is going to have to do that. It's, I think if everyone loses their calm straight off the bat, it, it'll, it'll be a bad result. But Yeah, absolutely. Uh, much more than sports at play, but it is sort of pointing out how big, how big some of these industries are and how important they are. I was pretty disappointed in the NRL, though, uh, cap in hand with, uh, you know, saying that they'd be going to the government for funding. I, I thought that as a rugby league diehard fan, I was very disappointed in that. I, I thought that yeah. was pretty average, to be honest, that they thought they were anywhere near the top of the queue for receiving government funding because of this. But that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. they're trying to play through it. I I think 34 guys playing sport is no less risky or more risky than all the kids that are still at school or, or all the universities that are still going ahead. But at the end of the day, I hope they can continue to play. But I, I, it's it's a it's a bad sign that a, that a, a billion-dollar sport at the first sign of trouble, are going to head to the government and ask for money. It's a yeah, rough. but I think it's a, it's a sign, right? That they're going to do the same. It is uh, it's a shame that they've gone so early. That's correct, you know. Like, there's more to worry about right now, but um, they do have an industry run as well. So, um, definitely, I get that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, be interesting. It'd be really, really interesting to see how this all unfolds. And and I'm sure before your next episode, you know, next week, this. This will change again. Well, so we're going to continue to try go to air for as long as possible. <laughs> but yeah, no, we, it's but changing but in every the day. Of sport, yes, I yeah. mean, like the how we how we watch and uh, and get involved in sport is changing, and it'll change again over the next week for sure. Is, I, do you know what I think rugby league's trying to do? If they can so, continue playing during this period of time, all of a sudden there are markets that might. St- decide to pick up rugby league because it's the only live sport being played. Yeah, absolutely. So there's talk. I know Steve Mascord said that he didn't think they should go ahead. with the, well, Didn't necessarily say that they should be going ahead, but if they, if they can keep playing rugby league in England while all the other sports have stopped, it could undo 30 years of going backwards in that country. Yeah. And, and can you imagine if all of a sudden um, America, who haven't got a lot to watch at the moment, Go, oh, geez, what's this rugby league stuff? We might check yeah, that out, or, or or even cricket, it another could, sport that's not really over there. So yeah, absolutely, it, it could explode. So I think there's a little bit of that to it. Like the longer we stay going, the chance, you know, the the yep. bigger audience we're going to get because all these other sports have stopped. But maybe it's it only the, takes. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens when they get their first case. You know, and at some point you think they someone will get something, uh, and how to handle that. Yeah, and it's tough. Probably the Warriors players have been the first affected because they're stuck in uh, camp in Kingscliff at the moment. Yes. Um, but they haven't committed to staying in Australia past next weekend. So uh, that will be the interesting point. There was talk of like a magic round every round, like flying all the uh, all the players to a to an offsite location. I did see the Batuta advocate put forward Stratty. <laughs> they could play at the field there at Dunwich as you get on to Stratty. But, um, you know, taking was that, them... Was that a plot to just not have spectators, just play it over there? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, close the island, NRL players only. Could you imagine the, the debauchery? <laughs> um, but, yeah, who knows? Who it, it will change day by day. We'll, yeah. we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, who who would have ever thought? Imagine, like you look at the American basketball league, that that would have been cancelled for the year, and and you know, in the motorsport world, you know, the Indy, Indy and NASCAR all just stopped instantaneously around the world. Premier League. We're going to talk to my mate Premier Jolie league. from Gripstar. 
he, he, last week all we spoke about was how close Liverpool were to the title, and now they're going to have to wait yeah. that bit longer. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what effect does that have on the teams? You know, to pull out for so long, um, it'd be really interesting. You know, to understand how for sporting teams that like the the basketball where they don't play for until next year or until next season or whatever that whenever that is, how that affects them. I did I did see an article that potentially in the NBA it could have a positive effect because all the superstars are going to be fresh and uninjured. Like it's yeah. given them a like a this period of time to get rid of those niggling injuries and really revitalize and we could see a really competitive NBA series. But Yeah, know, well that's true. Yep. Or they could come out with a bit of rust and <laughs> uh airballs everywhere. Who knows? Yeah. So that'll protect everyone, I suppose. Even if the AFL and NRL, if that's if they do do the same, that will give a chance to everyone to to really freshen up as well. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Well, Ed, I really appreciate you joining us tonight. It's it's a bit of a different uh, beers and banter for us, but uh, wanted to put something out and make sure that uh, you know, as all the live sports starts dropping off, that uh, hopefully my YouTube reach goes up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll see how we go. Yeah, beautiful. All right. Thanks very much, Ed. No worries, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, mate. Bye. Bear with me, folks. We'll uh, we'll just see if we can get Jolie from Gripstar on the phone. He's got uh, he's got tonight's giveaway. So hopefully you all got your entries in. Let's just see. The number you have called is not connected. Please check the number before calling again. That's not good. Uh, Jolie, give us a ring. Uh, Beer uh, and Banda, Sweaty Box, Matt speaking. <laughs> Just the man I want to speak to. Jolie, you, have you paid your bill? I just rang your number and it uh, bounced. It said it's disconnected. I clearly saved the wrong number for you in the in the phone. Yeah, well, I had a different number for you too, so at least we can uh, chat all things Liverpool from now, eh? Let's do it. So this time last week, we were we were two games away from glory. Where are we this, this week? <laughs> What's going we on? Are no we are probably further away. What's going on? What are they doing to us? Yeah, they shut the English Premier League down for until at least the 4th of April. Now, rumour has it is that they may hand Liverpool the title if they don't play anymore. Other rumours are that they may... One of the the lower league clubs' president came out and said that they should... uh, Sorry, one of the the lower teams in the Premier League come out and said... uh, we should make the season null and void. Uh, oh, no winner, bullshit. No relegation, yeah. So there's a little bit happening over there at the moment. So, uh, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm uh, a little bit nervous. If you're Liverpool support, it's a little bit nervous. Can, um, can you believe the week we've just had? Look, I, I can. I, this is something I was taking fairly serious. I, I might joke about it a little bit, but it was definitely something as a family we've been taking serious for, for a number of weeks now. But... When you and I were sitting in here last week, we were it was the start of the NRL season, F1 happening on the weekend, cricket, the whole works, NBA, UFC, the whole lot. And then within a week, they've all come to a grinding halt. Except for rugby league, mind you. The, 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 yeah. the people's game is still persevering. Well, what do, what do you think about that? Do you think they've got the cash reserves to... To carry on. So I just had a, we just I was just speaking to Ed that was down at the Formula One on the weekend. Um, yeah. He he was the caller before you. I, yeah. As a rugby league diehard, I am really, really, really disappointed in the comments uh, that we're going to go cap in hand to the government. 
Um, yeah. I'm really proud that they're trying to continue the the game and they're making the precautions. And uh, to be honest, I didn't think there should have been any fans at any of those games on the weekend, but that, that's just my opinion. Uh, yeah. I am glad they're trying to keep the games going. But, um, yeah, 34 guys playing footy is no riskier, I don't believe, than than universities and schools staying open or cinemas and all that sort of stuff. So while all that's still happening, we may as well be getting some live sport. Um, But to be that close to the edge that this is going to potentially ruin the game or, or, or stop the rugby league. If, if Fox sports and NRL's relationship is so um, fragile that, uh, this unprecedented world event is going to mean the death of rugby league. Well, that makes me really sad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I heard that AFL's got cash reserves, but uh, maybe not so much rugby league. I, I know FFA or the, the football doesn't, doesn't have that sort of cash line around to, to sustain things. So, so I'm going to, I'm going to preface this. Uh, there's no facts here at beers and banter, just opinions, but yep. um, allegedly there was supposed to be a war chest started when the big TV deals rolled in and from about 2012, they were supposed to be putting $50 million a year away. Yep. That puts us at what, 40, 400 to 450 million that should be sitting in reserve at the NRL. Uh, so they, and they've still got the handout. Well, not only they've got their hand out, but they're, they're saying that it, it's dire straits. And it's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. 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 That's, that's, uh, it's interesting. So the talk is too that, you know, if the the NRL don't produce eight games a week, all the money stops from Fox. Yeah. Now I get it. Fox, everyone's going to lose here. But if everyone throws their toys out of the cot, no one's going to make it through. No. If members pull their money out of the clubs, the clubs will die. If If Fox pull their money out of the game, the game will die. And do you know what? If Fox Sports don't have rugby league to play in Australia, I'm not sure who's buying a subscription. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is that is that not symbiotic that you know you, you need each other? I tend to agree. Fox don't have a great deal going for them at the moment. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a I'm not a huge rugby league fan, and uh, I don't watch a lot of games. But when when Foxtel lost lost the Premier League, I almost cancelled it. I was yeah. subscription. I had a very very um, tense argument with the guy from Foxtel last week. <laughs> Um, it got me in the end. I didn't cancel because the phone cut out, and I you get a reduced reduce, reduce price though. Well, I'm on a super duper basic deal, but but it means I'd pay more for my sports package. Okay, but I don't even get the HD channels. And all I was asking him was like, mate. So we went back and forth for ages, and then in the end, I said, right, I, I see where you're coming from. I'm on a good deal, but I'm paying twenty nine dollars a month, and new people get sports for $25 a month and they get the HD channels. So let's just yeah. call it $25 a month and you're going to give me the HD channels. And he wouldn't yeah. budge. He said, no, mate, we, to change your packages, we've got to change your original package and we can't do that. And that's too good a deal. So <laughs> well, uh, I think uh, I reckon me. they might be a little downturn in uh, subscriptions for a couple of months at least by the sound of it. There'll be a downturn in Foxtel subscriptions and there'll be an upturn in pregnancies in nine months' time. Probably a couple other websites might get a bit of a, a bit of a bit of an upgrade subscription too. Yeah, I reckon. Quite possibly. 
<laughs> so what's uh, the story uh, there? We, we just don't. We're just in limbo now. That the all game, So weren't they going to play? So when we were talking last week, there was games with no fans, but they they've they've not even done that. The, the Premier League. Hey, Premier League never did that. So they called off the Arsenal and Manchester City game first last Thursday morning, um, and then. Uh, Basically, after that on Friday, they just pulled the pin on the whole English Premier League and the EFL, so the championship and the divisions below. Uh, no no games at all, not even behind closed doors, just cancelled games completely. Uh, a couple of players got tested positive, so uh, Hudson Adoy from Chelsea was tested positive. Yeah. Uh, so they put Chelsea in isolation. The manager of Arsenal tested positive. What about the, mo- uh, what about the NBA player that licked all the microphones? <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't he made a donation? Yeah. <laughs> Has he? Made he? A donation, I think he had to, yeah. Water Gumby. Yeah, yeah, not, not, not bright. But, yeah, look, it's it's going to be an interesting time ahead, I suppose. Um, I guess the A-League, the A-League's still going ahead over here with there's, there's only sort of five, six, seven games left for most teams. Um, and I know the the Phoenix is staying in the country for, for the remainder of the season. Did the NBL finish on the weekend? I should have looked that up. Yeah, I think it finished, but there was no fans. I don't know who won no, it. But they were playing behind closed doors as well. Yeah, they allowed family and friends in, apparently. I saw. Or maybe saw one more game to go. Oh, yeah. yeah, it must be close to being over. But I, I Yeah, there's another sure. game, Wildcats on Kings Friday night, by the looks of this. So. Yeah, right. Oh, well, it's going to be a boring few months. It could um, be. It, 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 it definitely... But if you haven't been through the back catalogue of beers and banter, there's plenty of content there for you to have a look at. Um, uh, that, that gives me something to put on the telly to watch, definitely. <laughs> someone, I saw something yesterday. Um, someone said, day one day one of no football, I found a woman on my on my couch. Apparently, she's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a bit of that. It, a whole, this, this, um, this pod might have to change to like uh, Netflix reviews. We did do that at the start of the pod. <laughs> Very good. Hey, uh, we ran a little competition last week. Have you got a, we did. Have you got a winner for us? We certainly do. Uh, the person that liked both pages, or there's quite a few actually, so thanks for entering everyone. Yeah, appreciate uh, the support. Yeah, definitely. Now, the person that, that was lucky enough was uh, Diego Diego.cuba1 is his Instagram handle. So, Did you check? Is that he's in Australia? He's in Australia. Uh, he will uh, get a, a direct message from me. We'll also tag him on our post, and I'll, I'll comment on your post. Awesome! Uh, Thanks for your support, Diego. Yeah, um, and keep listening. So he gets a three pack of socks. Yep. Uh, a beers and banter hat. That's it. And what, what was there? Something else in there? Just a, a general thanks. General thanks. Stretchy yeah. bands. You got any stretchy bands? Was that it? No. I'll get, actually, I'll, th- I'll throw some stretch bands Stretchy in. Bands. That's, that's, what, that's what we're doing, yeah, the resistance bands. All right, really well, appreciate uh, everyone's support and congratulations, Diego. Uh, Joel, you'll be in touch. And when you get your package in the mail, please uh, share a picture and tag us on uh, Instagram. That's exactly right. Yep, beautiful. Geez, I got burned uh, through the week about having VB on the table. Yeah, I, I know a certain Clifford uh, Clifford uh, Rod didn't like the VV you dropped off on Friday. <laughs> well, he didn't mind it on Friday. He didn't like it on Saturday morning was the problem. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Pro- probably with him, he does, doesn't have doesn't know how to have two or three. Just have a sip, mate. <laughs> That's it. Just relax a little bit. He, he, was, he was struggling at Pilates, but 
Luckily, we had our grip star socks on on Saturday morning, and wow, we were okay. a bit more steady on the feet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, mate. Thanks, All legend. Right. Um, I'll leave you congratulations again, uh, Diego, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon, Jolly. Hopefully, yeah, Liverpool will get a trophy soon, and we'll hopefully be able to celebrate. With, hopefully, with a trophy and a tattoo. I really want to see that tattoo. So, <laughs> all right, mate. I'll chat to you soon. Thanks, Joel. See you, man. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Righto, that just about wrapped us up for the week, folks. Um, it's I know we we probably rambled a bit tonight, a bit of a different pod. Uh, we're going to try and put something out each week. Hopefully, have a laugh. Maybe you know take some points out of there. It's some of it's a bit serious, but um, overall, uh, we'll see you again next week. And uh, thank you for your support on the uh, Gripstar socks giveaway. Uh, really appreciate the comments and the tagging and all the likes. Uh, if you can comment, like, or share, hey, if there's nothing to watch on TV, head over to our YouTube channel and hit subscribe. Um, we'd love, we'd love to see some engagement over there. So uh, until next week, uh, thanks a lot. Cheers.